Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. And I gotta tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive this special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's bet $25, get $50 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Download the app, bet big, and win bigger. Let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Welcome to the Greenlight Podcast. It is the Super Wildcard Weekend recap. We're going through all the games so far. We're also going to be live streaming the Bucks Cowboys game tonight. Make sure you tune into that on YouTube. And today we've got Bo in studio with Chris, Kyle, and Macon. We do our normal mentions, game recaps, talk about quarterbacks on losing teams like Geno, Lamar, and Kirk that might be around or might not. Maybe they'll get traded. Maybe they'll go somewhere else. Also, thanks for everybody for playing our cash app interceptions game anytime there was an interception this weekend you all got some money thanks for playing we're stoked to be able to give back come watch the game live with us tonight at the green light youtube channel y'all enjoy Guys, it's uh, Sade's birthday. We were just talking about Sade. It's Sade's birthday today. You see how that lines up? Happy birthday, Sade. Yeah, you picked the layup line. Is it no ordinary love or smooth operator? Smooth operator. Did we do that already? Did we do... Let's Fuck do it. No, we'll run no it back again. Love. We'll run it back again like Eagles Giants. Okay. Well, I'd like to recognize Dr. King, whose birthday it was on Sunday. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. That's good. Happy what are you birthday, doing for Dr. Martin Luther King, King Jr. Jr. Day? Podcasting. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Bo's in studio today. Bo actually got a letter from a white family, kind of like one of those Christmas cards uh, that people <laughs> tell you what their yeah. kids are up to this year. Like, I give a fuck. I got a white family sending out Martin Luther King Jr. Day newsletters. Yeah, the header was like a big Dr. King quote yes. with his face on it. Yes. And then here's our family. Here's what we did. It was in the four last pages year. long. <laughs> Pretty well done, honestly. I so, mean, <laughs> maybe they just needed more time yeah. after Christmas, yeah. and they thought, boom, first yeah. holiday. Didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> yep. Okay, so we wish everyone a happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. We also wish uh, Sade uh, a happy birthday. Um, and we've got America's teams. Who wants to start? Hmm. I'll start off America's teams. Number one, it's the uh, Kansas it, City Chiefs. What's more American than harnessing a super weapon, Patrick Mahomes, MVP, not having to use it all while gathering intel no, we on did, your enemies. Though, the Enola gay. Andy Reid is currently installing perhaps the Bermuda Triangle to prepare for the Jaguars. Uh. A little trickeration. Uh. He worked hard on that. We talked over it a couple times. That's good. It's good. It it is number good. two, the Jaguars. Truly a Rocky film we witnessed. We did. I mean, it was one after another, after another, after another, after another interception. 
And the guy just kept getting off the mat. I thought it was going to be like Million Dollar Baby. It was incredible. Like but the protagonist doesn't die in this one. It was good. It was well, good. Did she die in that movie? Well, you at know. the end? Oh, yeah, yeah. She, she hit the stool. Spoiler, right? sorry. Who is Sade? She's a, <laughs> Save a it. R&B singer. Save it. My dad used to listen to in our car. That's awful. Number three, the Giants. Doesn't Daniel Jones kind of look like Clark Kent? Yeah, sure. When he plays like that, he does. Other times he looks like he's a finance bro. Also, Saquon Barkley, I think he was born for playoff football. Oh, yeah. Get that motherfucker the ball and watch what so he does. So the Giants are an America's team. Yes. Oh. Brian Dable. Number four, the Bucks. TB12 saga. How's it going to end? I would like to see him go out on top. A lot of folks can't stand the Cowboys, so I put the Bucks on this list. Yeah, they, they, they're deserving. Number five, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. He is the American delegate in the... Thailand region in mm-hmm. the Southeast Asia Thailand market region. this week. He's the big America's team out there. Yes. So let's keep an eye on how he fares. Yeah, that's great. Okay, I'll lead off with the New York Giants. You got Dimes, you got Saquon, yeah. you got Hodgins, Brian Dable, coach of the year. You survived the Slayton drop, survived the roughing the passer. 10 wins. What a delightful club. Good, clean game. No turnovers. Yeah. Eight combined penalties. Giants are an America's team. They go to Philly on Saturday night. Uh, NBC, the national broadcasting company, is my second America's teams for unloading that clown show that is Al Michaels. Now, Al Michaels comes back to do one game this weekend. It's Jags and Chargers, and boy, was he awful. Um, uh, He was incorrect a lot of the time. He was uh, mellow a lot of the time in, what, the third biggest comeback. He's 79. He kind of rubbed it in our face. How many 79-year-olds are awake at that hour? Nationally. Be glad you were at a bar. It ruined the experience for me. One of the greatest games. You should have been at Dirty Nelly's. I should have been. Tony Dungy, I I give a pass. He's He's not an analyst. Yep. It, there was one, there's a guy unblocked. He's like, look at how physical this play is. Yeah. And dude's literally unblocked, uh-huh. makes a tackle. All right, third one. How this, old is Tony Dungy? He's 67. Would you rather have Gus Edwards? Not Gus Edwards, Gus, Gus Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Would you rather have Gus Edwards yes. or J.K. Dobbins any, with the ball <laughs> in the red zone? Would, would you any rather have, living person. Okay. Yeah. Gus Edwards, Gus Johnson. I like Gus Johnson. That's oh, what yeah. I'm wondering. Like, If you want to wake the fuck up. Yeah, should be. Emergency into the booth but nbc great great job by you yeah better to lose the guy a, a year early than a year late you know okay amazon <laughs> the xavier musketeers okay sean miller's the coach probably cheating at xavier cheated yeah. at, at arizona but xavier's 15 and three it's a cheaty place three losses to ranked teams they've won 11 in a row they'll be in the top 10 today so will uh virginia and about eight other clubs but xavier rolling they here's some last names on that team boom Nunji, Ooh. Fremantle, Fremantle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fourth is uh, Australia, the country. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. the Australian Open is going on. That's a, yeah. a tennis tournament. I'm kind of seeing it again. I'm seeing tennis again. I think. I think if I just stick to the majors, I'm okay. Check out what uh, Nike is putting these cats in. Hey, Matt, Francis Tiafo, Australian Open. If you could hit that, it's going to be a, it's going to be a delightful morning for everyone. Australia, also a continent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. Check it out. This is what these guys are, the Nike athletes are wearing at the Australian Open. Damn, that looks dope. Yeah. So, so incredibly dope. Kind of 80s. My final America's (laughs) team is the San Francisco 49ers. And I'll tell you why. The teams they could have faced in the NFC, 
uh, and still could. Philly's excellent. Minnesota very capable. New York Giants held a play. Okay, Green Bay's got Aaron Rodgers. They're in the mix. Detroit held a play, and they're going to draw Cheek Seattle, which played well in the first half, and now Cheeks Cowboys or Bucks. Yeah, this lined up really yeah. well for Brock Purdy, yeah, who was a little shaky to start, and then was and then was on fire. Yeah. Prophecy could come. True, he could be yeah. the greatest quarterback of all time. Giants, NBC, Xavier, Australia, San Francisco. Australia, the continent, and the country. And used to be a, a jail. Big jail. I often point out. Yep. All right, number five. Look out for Yannick Center in that, in that tournament. Okay. Good player. <laughs> number five, San Antonio Spurs. Uh, they went back to the Alamo Dome. I thought that was cool. It was almost a misprint. They set a, a, an attendance record at the Alamo Dome. They went back to their old house. I'm glad mm-hmm. they remembered it. Like they had the the you know the neon uh, Spurs logo. It was the '90s. Greenish. I went to the Alamo Dome. Now they got throttled by like 30 points, but it was kind of fucking cool for a night. Uh, I went to the Alamo Dome famously with Charlie Sheen. You remember Dad took There's me to the picture. Alamo Dome to see Frank Burkowski play. There's a picture play. of you and Charlie Sheen and Frank and Dad. Yeah, it's a and classic. I was like, did we hang out with Charlie? Sheen? Did you hang out with Charlie Sheen after the game, Dad? You know, like I just I just want to know. Yeah, there's the cutout right there. Yeah, I was with Charlie Sheen. So the Spurs, I mean, I love the nostalgia, that whole thing. Number four, uh, the, the the Philadelphia Flyers, John Tortella, uh, their their coach, uh, his band iPads on the on the um, on the sideline. Guys are playing fucking Candy Crush no saga. Screen talk. Yeah, the first guy, the first game without the iPads, uh, the guy who used the iPads the most had a hat trick. Seems like science to me. Mm. Um, I love that. Let's unplug. Uh, number three, I'm going to go with polygamist wives. Um, I watched a documentary on uh, Warren Jeffs, who's like a cult oh, leader. Oh, Warren Jeffs. And he yeah. had like a couple wives. He had a, a few wives. And like literally at the end of the night, uh, one of the wives goes down in the basement with her 12 kids. And the other wife goes upstairs with her other 12 kids. And I just want to say this. These are the hardest working women in America. <laughs> we're condemning Warren. Yeah, we're condemning and Warren. Propping up and the we're wives. propping up the wives yeah. who have to work really fucking hard. I'm glad I watched it with my lovely wife. It was a good learning experience. For her. You know, oh, I got to take the kids to school. Kick the kids to school. They, she's got to go downstairs with a kindergarten class photo <laughs> and stay there until the morning. All right. So, uh, <laughs> number two, I'll go to the Jags, Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars are going to have an opportunity to do something truly special this weekend. They covered last time they played the Chiefs. Uh, the line's nine right now. Um, and I thought, you know, the other night was one of those I'll never forget where you were when this happened type game. So I'll give it Dougie P and the Jags. And then number one, the Charlottesville Celtics. The Charlottesville Little Celtics. Uh, As you know, this weekend, I took Bo to Whalen's game Saturday, right before the 4 p.m. started. We want to get the juices flowing. He was like, hey, can we gamble on your son's game? And I was like, I don't know if that's a good idea, Bo. I don't really like that idea. But he talked me into it. And he was like, well, why don't you set a total? Uh, Last week, the Knicks, my son's team, played the 76ers. They lost 18-3. to One kid on the 76ers scored 15 points. I actually sought his dad out and shook his hand. It was like the meme. Yeah. At first, I was like, hey, is that your kid? And he was like, fuck, are we going to like fight or something? I want to shake your hand. Yeah, it was me. <laughs> I was like, no, that's the best basketball player I've ever seen. So I, ba- I basically I calculated the total uh, based upon that game. I was like, well, this kid scored 15 points. I think, like, 
usually the totals are going to be single digits in this league. Uh, so I get, I did Bo a favor, made the total 16. Yeah. This thing came down to the final two minutes. So wow. Final two minutes. Now the Celtics carried me on the over. Uh, they beat Whalen's team 18 to nothing. Uh, hey, uh, what's up with the Knicks? Uh, <laughs> Th- three points in two games? Spacing. Okay. Spacing. Jeez. You know, Waylon runs points sometimes. He actually he did a good job, right, Bo? did a great job. He did. He plays yeah. hard defense. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. I want to I shout out the, the Charlottesville Celtics. Great effort. This is me being classy, congratulating the other team. I did not bet on a kid crying as a prop bet. That was Bo. Yeah. Uh, that hit within four minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, like, what we the kids sitting said, on the side. I was like, that kid's crying. Is that it, kid crying? Well, the kid, the crying. problem is, like, everybody's crowded in this gym, and Bo's like, he's crying, he's crying. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he's Bro, crying. Not everybody knows we have a sports book going here. Yeah. Well, the other one... Uh, I also had Knicks minus four. Yeah. That well, was just I mean, a gift. The Celtics, though... See, Yona... Uh, Yona's family was sitting right next to me. The kid had like six points. Yeah, and like Family's, seven steals. Yeah. Family was going crazy, and I was rooting for him at first because I had the Celtics, you know? Yeah. And then eventually they started to score too much. So I was like, Yona, no, 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 Yona. <laughs> Yona's mom is sitting right next to me. So, so shout, out, sh- shout out to the Charlottesville Celtics. That, those are my America's teams. Good team. A kid basketball game that we bet on and some polygamous wives and the Jaguars. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we do pair this down to like three in the offseason. Oh, God, really? After mine? Maybe, well, I, uh, yeah. Cliff Kingsbury made it in. Oh, Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, singular yeah. human being. The He's continent of Australia. Yeah, exactly. And the area of Thailand. I but know, this, yeah. you know, this is a good part of the show. <laughs> this is a good part of the show. This is when people get to <laughs> when get you, appear into our weekend. When you reach, it's the best. When we reach, yeah. exactly. You don't want five teams on here. You don't hey, want five hey, NFL hey, teams on hey, here. Hey, that's not what Tyler Huntley said. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's good. <laughs> not here don't the, reach. The fumble six joke. All right. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in other news, before we get into these games this weekend, there's one team that you've called Cheeks repeatedly, the Seattle Seahawks, that may not have, have been supposed to be there. Uh, they're talking about the officials in that in that football game, the Rams-Seattle game. You had the running into the punter where I think Williams was pushed into the punter. He pushed him. He pushed him. Uh, DK, you had the poke and the personal foul. You had an intentional grounding that they might have missed. So they are looking into it. I don't know if they're done looking into it. They always look into it, and then nothing happens. They look into it. They tell the team, I'm sorry. We it's like blew the Warren Commission. The Pac-12 sends you an apology in writing. <laughs> like the Warren Commission. Like the fucking Pac-12. Yeah. Uh, you know, so uh, keep an eye on that. Um, where do we want to start? We, let's start with that Cheeks team. Sure. We and the, go in chronological order. We'll go in chronological order. order. Just 30,000-foot view. Five great games, just like I said. There would be. Probably six one coming tonight. It was so much fun this whole weekend, like just being able to sit around. Saturdays I know are usually for college, but it's so much fun to watch the NFL. I, I love wish, it. The spacing's had, great. I it's wish spacing. we had less games on more days. And I want. I'm excited about Monday night. Yeah. You know, like you wake up this morning, you're like, yes. oh, well, surely we're done. This is better. No, than we're Christmas. not done. We get we get America's quote unquote team, even though they didn't make it this week. I think we might be doing week. a live watch tonight with uh, some cash app giveaways. We are. are. You going to join us? Yeah, I'm just you know. Are you going to join us? I will be joining. Can we get a verbal? I will be joining tonight. Let's go! Macon? Macon? Uh huh. Will I be joining? Huh? Yeah. 
Maybe. Come on. I'm excited. I'm into the live watch thing because it's like uh, getting to hang out and do the barbershop talk thing and you get to listen in. I mean, I've done it a few times with you guys. It's going to be great, Kyle. We've done it for soccer, but let's do it for some football. We're going to have so much fun. Uh, And I'm going to bet the Bucks. Okay. Me too. Okay, we're on the same team. It'll be fun. Fauche is definitely going to come in. We got an intern named Fauche. He's always on the other that side. He's a legend. Yeah, he's first time meeting him. Yeah, he makes yeah. big, big day, big night. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? That'd be, Maybe yeah. he's going to like show up with a huge bull rush somewhere. That'd be and sick. Yeah. Force a turnover. We're Akeem Hicks fans here. Yeah, he's a big Canadian guy. Can we put uh, my him story and on together? One of the screens? Oh, we we'll do what? My How story. do you feel about that? When you walk in on your, your you know? Instagram story. Where's the double team? Like somebody's got a back. Guys, we're having two different conversations. The people at home. Sorry. <laughs> so we got to pick one. He's talking about Instagram stories. You guys are talking about something. I'm talking about TV shows. If we could put uh, Fleischman's in Trouble on one of the screens, and then Bucks Cowboys on the other. Fleischman's in Trouble. I'm into it. Yeah. What is that? Starring Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's on my list. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. I, I enjoy it a yeah. lot. I'm, I'm too good things. Yeah. Okay, yeah. San Francisco, Seattle. Here's the thing: the, Brock Purdy still hasn't paid for a bad performance. You know, and I, I, I don't want to. I'm not throwing salt. I mean, I'm the biggest 49ers cheerleader in this motherfucker. I have him in the Super Bowl. I had him in the Super Bowl. Bills and and Niners. We're still alive, okay? Uh, by even the skin of your teeth. By the skin of our teeth. Yeah. But Brock Purdy has had a number of games um, where he's had little spells where he's thrown interceptable footballs. Um, he, he's made some questionable decisions. He, he did that in the first half. Their offense just put so much pressure on a Seattle team. They had nine, quote-unquote, real possessions. They scored eight touchdowns on those possessions. Um, so the margin of error was so slim. Uh, Seattle was trying to possess the football, and they were doing it successfully. Really, this game was in phase for Seattle until that sack fumble in the red zone. Yeah, they they overloaded that left side of the football. Yep. And I'm sitting there watching. I'm sitting next to Big Cat, and I said, oh, overload. Somebody's returning. Yeah. Obviously, they get home. Jersey that, Jerry's like, yep, see that the all game, the time. The Twist game changed. Like, <laughs> that was the game. The yeah. air was out of the tires for yeah. the Seahawks. And Gino looked awesome. DK was just like, why doesn't every team have a hulking receiver that can just Dude. run a 4-3? And, and well – just so people know, I'm not dogging Brock Purdy. I'm just saying the game where he throws two picks is coming. Will you be able to overcome it? Because in the first half, he wasn't great. Even the Jennings ball that put him up later in the game, um, you know, people are like, great throw. I'm not being a stickler here, but ball placement, he could have he got Jennings killed there. I mean, he threw him back inside when he had that corner stacked and the help was inside. And, you know, it's just – Brock's, Brock's got to continue to be Brock. He can't press. He can't worry about it. And that's the beauty of playing in that offense is it's such a forgiving offense, and there's so many opportunities for open dudes. I'm not saying this kid's not a good player. I've been a big cheerleader of his. But if you're San Francisco, you still haven't paid for that that stinker of a game. And I don't think it's coming this week. Um, but... You know that first half kind of concerned me. They a avoided bit. it. I mean, they avoided it because yeah. of the first the first half stuff. Like you talked about, I'm watching the game, thinking to myself, he's just not a very accurate passer. He just doesn't look very confident with the football right now. And if you look at the box score after the game, they win. You know, seventy to twenty or whatever the fuck the final score was. But he has four touchdowns, and everybody thinks Brock Purdy's still the story that everybody's been saying all year since he's been in. He's the guy. He's the guy. But to your point. 
They may have dodged the bullet this past week. They did. They're just so good, and they were playing a team that they get away with. They're just with, like, Christian, uh, go get it. They, it's not like they didn't score. It's yeah. just they, 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 they made themselves right. And, you know, if you look at Brock Purdy, I'm not saying he's, he's this pure system quarterback. I think the one thing that he gives you that even Jimmy G didn't give you is the off-schedule stuff, which is not a backup quarterback staple. Okay, like he's not a guy who's just running this offense. He adds a lot uh, with his mobility and his off-schedule type stuff. But, you know, all I'm saying is, um, you know, he wasn't perfect. And next week he'll hope to be better. Um, and, and you don't even notice it because the team's so good. Do you remember when Christian McCaffrey was a luxury and people were like, oh, why pay so much for this guy? It's a waste of capital. The whole thing. He is a huge difference for them. He's their, I mean, He is their offense. He's yep. the reason for the season. Yep. That's the reason, the reason why, for the that's, season. That's why they're the way they are. And Tampa and Dallas are probably pissed the Giants won. Yeah. Because now they got to go to San Francisco. I'm not saying going to Philly would be like a walk in the park, but I think if you're the Bucks, you probably feel better about that. If you're the Cowboys, you might feel better about that. You just beat them, albeit it was Gardner Minshew, but you didn't have a fair shake against Jalen Hurts with Cooper Rush. So um, I think both teams are probably sitting there like, damn, watching the, that Giants game. The Bucks were there a month ago. It was 35-7. Exactly. And I'm not saying, again, like it's easy to fall into this trap. We talked about it with Jacksonville. And, you know, like, hey, we beat the uh, the Chargers 38-10 100 days ago. You know, things are different in the playoffs and like the the, the juice turns up, the speed turns up. You know, uh, I'm not saying it'd be 35-7 again. But, uh, you know, it was a great first year with draft picks for Seattle. They nailed a lot of them. I think they should be very proud of where they ended up. I remember the first game of the season, Monday Night Football, we're all huddled around our TVs and we're watching them stick it to the Broncos, who we didn't know were the Broncos at this point. And there was this moment where we were like, okay, who are the, the Seahawks yeah. as a result of this? Mm-hmm. Are they are they for real? And most of us wrote it off as they, they got hot tonight. They played their Super Bowl, but they kept winning. Even that lull late in the season, they were able to survive it. Um, and they won when they had to. And Geno Smith, if you look at it next year, um, I kind of wonder what they're going to do. And I wonder if you're Pete Carroll making, what do you do? Probably run it back. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Such a great draft class. They have a year under their belts. Build on the youth they have on the roster, continue to plug and play as needed. And you have the. One big question mark on teams that can't quite keep their head above water is the quarterback. They have a guy who can throw the fucking football really well. Yep. yep. Period. It's just and this don't balk about this it. This is the thing with NFL it. players. It's so hard to erase the confirmation bias of like who they are. Geno Smith in a vacuum this year. It's a no brainer. You're like, oh, run it back. But you have this long history of him being a backup, of him being in New York, and like that can creep into people's heads, even if they see it firsthand in Seattle all year long. The receivers like him. Pete Carroll loves him after the game. It sounds like he wants to run it back. And for Gino, uh, there was a quote where he's like, hey, I'm so appreciative of the shot they gave me of how you know loyal Pete's been. I'd love to pay them back. Pay them back. What's that look like? Yeah. You know, because they're not going to franchise him. Probably not. I could see them drafting a quarterback <laughs> and, like, overtly making Geno the, the high-paid bridge, relatively speaking. But I do think they're going to look at least partially to the future and consider drafting a quarterback. Well, look in the, in the same division with San Francisco. San Francisco's going to have a decision about Trey Lance, top five pick, or Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. If you're Seattle take a chance on a guy in round five six seven yep. you don't have to spend yep. expensive draft mm-hmm. capital yep. when you got a guy like gino in the building yep. 
No question. It's a good spot. Like Brad Holmes said, it's a lot easier to get worse at quarterback than better. Than better. And, you know, J- Jared Goff's getting held on to. I don't know that Jared Goff had a better year than Geno Smith. Um, so, yeah, like Seattle, nothing to hang your head about. You're winning in this ballgame at half. It was a treat to watch until it wasn't. And it was like on the edge of our seats, like, thank God it's a real game because we were worried about what the Niners were going to show up and do to the Seahawks early. But Geno hung in. Clint Hurts defense was playing their fucking hearts out at yep. first and yep. then it was like oh we don't have enough gas it's just it, yeah that's it it's just the too, team much. too much they it was, overpower it was you two scores at this point but Debo goes for 74 on a on a on a short throw and he looks great yeah i mean like his healing process should not be overlooked like he had a high ankle and like an, an mcl or something why didn't they get him out you people do not yeah well people do not realize how hard it is to come back from a high ankle to play with a high ankle and then you add the mcl in there like he's a an amazing athlete and he didn't miss a beat so um yeah they're scary the best moments in a sports fan's life are in football season i'm not talking about september i'm not talking about the first week in october i'm not even talking about the second week in october i'm talking about when it gets colder the temperature drops the games get bigger the hits get harder and you can curl up and watch some meaningful football. I like to do it with a Miller Lite from the fridge and a cold frosty mug from the freezer. Frosty mug, meat, a cold, beautiful can of Miller Lite from my fridge. That's teamwork. We come together, we can make a great play out there, and the the best play to make on a Sunday is a nice cold Miller Lite and a frosty mug at home. That's my favorite thing. Maybe a fire in the fireplace, yeah, now we're talking. But Miller Lite, it's an original, and it's more than that. It's been a fan favorite since 1975. The best part, no matter how your team plays, Miller Lite is always a winner. The perfect beer for Sundays, I gave you the the hot tip. Having that frosty mug is a lot like having home field advantage. I mean, like, it just makes everything better for your boy and your boy's friends who file in every Sunday to enjoy cold, ice cold Miller Lite uh, at, at, at my house. I mean, we have a lot of people over, and I got to have the Miller Lite stocked up. A lot of light beer cuts back on the most crucial ingredient, flavor. Just 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12-ounce serving. Miller Lite, quick on its feet, heavy hitting on flavor. No wonder it's been MVP from day one. This football season, enjoy the sweet taste of victory with Miller Lite, the original light beer. Find it pretty much anywhere beer is sold. Go to MillerLite.com greenlight for delivery options near you. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Cash App, the easy way to send, spend, save, and invest with friends. Cash App helps you connect effortlessly with your finances and with your people, and that's money. I love going on a float with my buddies and my custom Cash App card. We head out to the James River, we pick up some drinks, we pick up some snacks along the way, somebody pays with their custom Cash App card, and we all share our cash tags and split the bill. That is what friends are for. Cash App provides us with an easy way to send and spend money, save and invest in stock and Bitcoin. Cash App, however, does not provide a dry pair of pants. You wanna remember that when you get off the river. Try the number one finance app in the App Store. Whether sending, spending, saving, investing, splitting, tipping, donating, or gifting, that's money, and that's Cash App. 
Download Cash App from the App Store or Google Play Store today to create your own cash tag. Chargers Jacksonville, one of the best comebacks in NFL history. We watched from Dirty Nellies. We Run did not the football. We did not hear Al Michaels. Yeah, twenty-five passes, eight runs in the second Run half the for football. Brandon Staley. And this is the thing. We we've lamented it on this show. I've kind of I've outwardly mocked him at times for like kind of the that that compulsive attack mindset that kind of drives me crazy. You the fired. the mantra thing, yeah. Like we have a mantra. That's we just stick to our guns. We're like you know you could bring me a logical reason that I should you know kind of stray from from our mo, but I'm always going to be Brandon Staley. You I'm, know that kind of thing. I'm going to snap it with 24 on the play clock, regardless of the context. We attack. I can hear him now if they won the game, standing at the podium, and they ask him, "Why'd you keep throwing the ball?" Because that's who we are. We attack or whatever, something Were like you surprised that. Surprised by that? But do you do? But you don't attack on fourth down with a chance up 30 to 20. Uh, on fourth and short, you truck Dicker out there. Here's the guy who's really attacking, Doug Peterson. Mm-hmm. He's going for it on fourth and seven early in the game. He's going for two to make it a field goal game or whatever it was. Uh, he's going for it on fourth and one with an unconventional play to get ETN on the edge. Uh, he's going for two to win the game. And like the Doug timeout. Peterson does not blink. He's the he's the real gunslinger. The timeout you know by I mean? Peterson before the fourth and two. Yep. To, to get on the field, see what they're going to give him, and Trevor Lawrence is running the play. Mm-hmm. The, play is be, the play is fucking happening, and Doug's sitting there looking at the defense, boom, timeout. Mm-hmm. Then they get that perfect play call like you talk about. Now, Thomas Davis was explaining to me yesterday, you're supposed to set the edge over there, and it was supposed to be an easy Well, pattern. yeah, but maybe here's the thing about being a coach. You see somebody getting nosy all game long. Your OC is like, hey, man. We, let's th- find out how bad he wants to make a tackle. Well, let's let's see if, you know, you, you, you got second-level defenders getting nosy. You get you get edge shedders, you know, peeking inside. You look at something like that and you say, Hey, we like the look. Let me get this ball on the edge. I mean, my heart stopped when I saw the play call. It was but, awesome. but it was blocked up well. Um and you know, I think the biggest thing for the Chargers is you're a defensive head coach. You're Brandon Staley. You know, your aggressiveness hurts you on offense. Your kind of mindset kind of deal hurts you on offense. And then defensively, in the first half, they were aggressive. You know, they, they manned them up. Um, they ran cover one on uh, on second down a lot. In the second half, they were cover three a lot more. They were off more. You know, Ingram played great. And you got your Giants jersey on. Mm-hmm. Um, Ingram made some linebackers look really good. And Samuel was great in the first half, but he busted a coverage. He jumped the dig in the second half on one of the touchdowns and then later somebody busted on that Jones touchdown so you know like you could have made them earn it a lot more than you did and it just felt like at the end of this game the Jags were taking free money you know it was like the Chargers got tired long plane ride short week I know you're going to say they played guys and that's why but you know like I just think I think the lack of aggressiveness and kind of the attrition of of, uh, of the week got to him. I think it does reset. Once you hit that field, Chris, and you can probably attest to this, Bo, as well, when you hit the field, doesn't matter how short the week is, that's in the past. Once your helmet goes on and you put your helmet, you're in the moment here. Yep. Um, I think that watching Trevor Lawrence go through what he went through uh, as a competitor – you throw one interception, they're like, hey, fucking forget about it, man. Go out there. You throw two interceptions, it's like, hey, let's just be smart. You throw three interceptions, 
your day is over. That's the magic number. You throw four interceptions, the sky is actually falling. Yep. And for him to come back out and have a pep in his step yep. and figure out new ways to get the ball down the field, you saw him using his legs more in the yep. second half and taking advantage of his athleticism. I'm happy for Trevor Lawrence. I'm really happy for Doug Peterson. You texted me the prayer hands. Yes. Like, Unreal. And yeah. I was like, what, what did I miss? Yeah. I was just like the game in general. Yeah. This is beautiful to watch yeah, yeah it was good too because i had jags plus three but also well, i was happy too. about i was happy about doug um trevor lawrence doug compared him to brett Favre. i think in that he has no conscience uh, <laughs> hopefully that stays in the football field yeah. but like you know that's, that's what they crazy. that's what they always say about like uh you know guys hey it's like they hit him with the men in black yeah yep you know and he just forgot about the first half and he went out there and picked apart soft coverage and oh. and, and oh, your buddy has a bunch of kids he's like uh warren jeffs yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not quite. Yeah. Not quite. Did you yeah, see Tre- did you tra- don't Trevor me, almost don't went caught me to Warren Jeffs. Trevor almost went TB12 with the uh, uh surface. Did you see he almost did it. Yeah. He didn't let go of it. Yeah. He was getting consoled. I think it was after his third pick. This is a monumental moment for Trevor. People will never forget this game, even if it ends next week for them. Jags fans will be talking about this game for a long time. Chargers, this is franchise-altering. because, yeah. And in some ways, maybe it's better. It's the best thing that could have happened. Yeah. Because, because they win a game. They might go and they might beat Kansas City. Brandon Staley stays there. I'm not saying oh, they're going to fire him necessarily, fire but him. I feel like that that's definitely on the table now after – what week, happened? Week 18 was fireable. <coughs> week 18 was fireable. This I, is certainly fireable. I keep checking Twitter during the show because I think he might get fired at I any I feel moment. like Monday morning, and it's only, it's 7 a.m. over there. Yeah. I feel like Monday morning is the right time to it's do it. It's a holiday, though. Tuesday. You know? That's right. Can't fire a man on Dr. King know. Day. And another, and another, unless. Another big one. <laughs> yeah. Another big one is uh, Trevor Lawrence goes to the Waffle House after. Yeah, just like you and me. Awesome. Yeah. That. So um, Trevor Lawrence, he, his his stock is skyrocketing. In Shout my out book. to some guy drunk at the Waffle House who thought Trevor Lawrence was a hot chick until he turned around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, this weekend we were at Dirty Nelly's. Like, man, the back muscles on that that lady. I went up. We were at Dirty Nelly's, and Bo went up to a guy to see if we could get one of the seats next to him. Excuse and, me, miss? Yeah, he, no, he said, excuse me. Yeah, excuse me, miss, which first off is antiquated as hell. You shouldn't miss anyone. <laughs> miss me with that, dude. Yeah, you shouldn't. <laughs> we we got to we gotta retire, excuse me, miss, with the fucking with Tulane jokes. Not in the same way. Excuse me, miss, bad. Joe burrowed his way forward. Yeah. Well, then <laughs> he put his hand on the guy's shoulder and said, excuse me, miss. He just had great hair. So Maybe I was just trying to big dog him a little bit. What did he say? Can I he ignored the fuck out of me. Okay, sure. Yeah. So Good. he came out on top of that one. You want to cancel something? Uh, when they say on the broadcast that the the ball has been blown dead, mm. we ball have is... to cancel that nomenclature. What? That the ball's dead? Yeah. You don't like anything dead. <laughs> That's so funny, Kyle. You you really are sticking to this bit of never dying. <laughs> it's like if Trevor Lawrence. Kyle's deathly afraid of death. I know. Trevor Lawrence throws four interceptions and they're not dead. The ball's not dead. You're right. You're right. Yeah, it's a good point, Kyle. Now I talk about a, a spot in this game. Sure. Uh, Jags get a stop. It's 24 nothing, <laughs> and the Chargers punt the ball. Ball hits the cat in the helmet. Yeah. Chargers recover at the six. It's first and goal from the six. They get a yard. Yep. Herbert misses Keenan. Air mails that's, a that's wide open play Keenan of the game. Allen, and that's the difference between 31 nothing and 27 nothing. Jacksonville scores right before the half, 27-7. 
Uh, and then 10 minutes in the third quarter, it's 27-14. You see the path. Oof. I thought that was huge. First and goal from the six. You only get three points, and you miss a wide-open Keenan Allen. Yeah. Meanwhile, Al Michaels is like, oh. Yeah, he's just not even Herbert, like, yeah. Allen, incomplete. Well, and he airmailed it. Uh, and, you know, I don't like blaming quarterbacks for big comebacks, right? Um, and this one's going to be hard to get over for Justin Herbert. Like, think about the mental aspect of this thing. Like, his life just changed forever. You're never going to not think about this game in a certain light. The only way to make this better is to win a Super Bowl. Change for Trevor. You know, Did you see Emmanuel Acho on social media? I mean, he is just... He's re- he was quite literally in the streets of Los Angeles screaming for Chargers fans. His like, account... Don't ever say my name again. His account has just plummeted. He's a heel. It's it's like Mama, Mama Apple got after him. Yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, he knows boy, it. Did she? Yeah. He's Skip Bayless. He yeah, he's doing though. the Skip Bayless. He's Skip thing. Bayless. But it doesn't work as well in this generation. No, it doesn't. Skip Bayless is here because of the last generation. Okay, so Al Michaels sleepy ass calls. Mm. I mean, his his muscle memory is just Thursday night football. So the, I almost don't blame him. The game winning kick was yeah. oh snap back. Well, the Balls penalty. Up. I want to play devil's advocate. The penalty kind of put him in a bind. Yeah. Okay, I still think you call it as if and there's a flag. You know how the officials let let a turnover play out. Oh wait a minute! I think you, yeah, yeah. Hold on a minute, player. Yeah. Then you watched Tariko last night, and he's like amazing. Yes. He's a pro. Yes. Yeah. And well, he's a fumble, and he's got the football. Kyle, he's not, gonna take it Kyle, not to go back to it. In the Bosa, the and Bosa well, mistakes as well. The I'm bo- so sorry. Hold on. The bo- Bosa neutral zone oh. was big because that's a field goal and a touchdown difference, and then you slam your helmet. Twice. Twice. <laughs> and we were talking about this. The funniest thing about this is once you slam your helmet, like, because I've done it, we've all done it, like the next five minutes, you're constantly scrambling to put the earpieces well, back there's in. There's some equipment guy be, who's there trying to help you. Yeah, well, you're doing it shamefully, though, you know, because, like, you just made a big scene on national And TV. you got to be calm now. You don't want everyone to know how fucked up they, your Hey, is. run it back. They hand him the helmet. And so he threw Staley his helmet does. down. They, Staley runs okay, and gets it. Staley hands him the helmet after he throws it down. Okay, God. He looks like Heath Ledger from the Patriot with his hair like that, by the way. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he gets his helmet back, throws it fucking back mm. down. He doesn't again. even He's think like, about <laughs> it, though. Instantly right back down. Like when you hand a kid food when they throw it off their tray and they immediately just chuck it back on the floor. My kids don't do that, Kyle. Oh, wow. You get control. Wow. So, uh, and that's when Doug goes for two to make it a two-point game. Yeah, and, and Doug, Doug's just ballsy. And like I said, it comes down to two coaches. One guy likes to talk about being ballsy. The other guy really just doesn't fear anything. It was awesome. Um, it sucked, and it was awesome. Yeah. So, so we've got we've got Buffalo, Miami. That was the early game yesterday, which did not feel like a Sunday, um, but it was Sunday at one p.m. Um, listen, the only reason the Dolphins were in this game is turnovers. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this about the Bills: this is what scares me about the Bills. We're going to talk about Cincinnati in a second. If you look at the power struggle in the AFC, you feel good about the Chiefs. I mean, you've beaten them. Uh, you know, although I think it'd be a different ball game the second time around without Von Miller. Um, Cincinnati's now down another offensive lineman. So, like, you know, Cincy, who just was brutal, who, who, who was just probably going to beat you on Monday night. I, I, it was early in the game, but they were driving up seven three. I just felt good about that matchup for Cincy. You know, they're a fundamentally different team if you play them again here. And you do, uh, and and that's why the line is four and a half, I think, mm. in four Buffalo. At this point, yeah, four. Uh, and you know, some people think it should be more points, but if Josh Allen doesn't take care of the football, this is what happens. And the first third and five, one of the first third and fives of the game, he fumbled on a scramble. It did not lose the ball, and it's just like here we go. There's the John Brown 
interception, which I think is partially on John Brown. He kind of stops running. Mm-hmm. There's the Cole Beasley interception, which is he's forcing into a tight spot, doesn't take anything off it. Ball and defender get there right at the same time. So, like, not a drop, not an errant throw, but maybe not a risk you take. I don't know. But the big one is you come out of half, and on the sealer touchdown, you see the free runner put the ball away, right? You know, you got to be. I think Josh's biggest struggle in his head is compartmentalizing the difference between, okay, in this very moment, I have to be he man, and in this very moment, I have to just take care of the football. And And that can change in one play. You know, and in that moment, you got to take care of the football. Now, credit to Mike McDaniel for money in this thing up, but there were a lot of turnovers, returns, stuff that kept them in this game. There's a lot of cool plays, cool schemes that we were seeing from Mike McDaniel getting the ball outside and, and getting blockers out in front. Um, just looks like such a fun offense. You know, it's the same thing when I'm watching the, the Niners. I know we're not talking about the Niners, but just good offensive minds. Yep. It makes for good watching, especially if you're a lineman, and I know Bo will say the same thing because it's all about blocking schemes and matchups and getting, make it big, hard. Yeah. getting bigs on littles. Exactly. Yeah, and, and you know, the Dolphins' drops hurt them. Uh, I think I think we're going to look at this thing in the offseason, and the Dolphins didn't lose because they couldn't score. You know, the Waddle. Dolphins lost because they can't play defense. And, you know, that's kind of been their, their MO all year. And so there's going to be some changes uh, there defensively from personnel standpoint, from scheme standpoint, because they just can't be as aggressive as they like to be uh, and continue to give up big chunks in the passing game. Um, the delay of game on fourth and one really killed the Dolphins. Oh, you know, they're, they're driving to take the lead or tie the game on a field goal late in the game. It was destined for them to beat them. Fourth and one, got to have the plan. Delay a game. Fourth and six, Skylar Thompson's got to throw the ball. So I think, you know, for all the good they did in that one moment, McDaniel you don't have said a play line. Somebody up. in the headset was very convicted that they had, had, they had gotten a first down. And that's why there was a delay in getting the play in. No way. Oh. Yeah. Oof. That's tough. That's a oof. Yep. Who yep. said that? McDaniels? McDaniel said in his headset, somebody was very convicted that they had gotten a first down. Oh, some, that an fired. official had signaled first down. Oh. No, not not maybe the, the big arm swinging yep. forward, but maybe an official had held up one finger, yep. given the point to move the sticks, yep. but it wasn't. They thought it was going to be a first and down. And then the ball's at the 48. But what happened yeah. the other times that there was issues? Pre-snap. Well, yeah, and they had they had. You and, know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, they had issues. Because I, mean, I know they're on the road. I know it's a third-string quarterback and a young coach, a young head coach. But the play calls are universally decently long. Co- quarterbacks are used to hearing these play calls every day. They know them, so they should be able to hear them one time. Relay it to the O line. Get on the fucking ball and go make a play. I think the noise up there was was pretty. Was pretty solid. That's, I don't know, I yeah, that's what I was. That's you know that that was a uh, that place was rocking, man. And you know it's different than Tua taking the field on you know Sunday night or whatever it was, packed house and Skylar Thompson. He hasn't played in an environment yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, um, so hats off to him and the Dolphins for even being in that he situation. Played tough as shit. But the, and Jalen Phillips is a hell of a football player. Him and Josh Allen dapped up after the game. I'm this little. I mean, these two guys are aliens, and they're going to play each other for eight, ten years in the same division. And, you know, Allen's going to be checking for Jalen Phillips every time he gets under center or takes a snap out of shotgun. You know, where's this guy lined up? You know, I just wanted to shout him out one more time. He's had a hell of a year, and he's fun to watch. He was disruptive. Chubb had a sack. Um, yeah. you know, I know they've been waiting on him, yeah, to, to make a play. Strip sack at that. 
Um, and he made a play. It almost turned into a big play, but they were able to hop back on the football. Um, and I think that trade's looking pretty good for Denver. Mm-hmm. Reed. So, little victory for you guys. You had to do it. Let me let me note one more play yeah. that changed things, especially for 13.5-point betters. The yeah. Khalil Shakir drop. Big, big drop. Up 17-6, to six, about a 50-yarder. You probably go in 24-6. to six. That game's totally different. Drops it. They have to punt. Then it's a Miami field goal, a Buffalo pick, a Miami touchdown, and then ultimately a Buffalo field goal to make it 20-17 going into halftime. And, man, I had uh, one of my bets – was uh, over forty yard touchdown. Oh, so you had the 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 uh, digs bomb that doesn't end in a in, in a touchdown. Then you had Shakir, and I'm screaming at him to get up. Little did I know he didn't catch the ball. He had another big explosive later, but he did. That, that would have changed the entire game. Yep, because yep. that that would have been too much. Twenty four six. Yeah, and then they have a I think uh, you know um, bad bad good field position to set up their next score to tie it before the half. So just not this is the thing about the bills they can, they can survive this against third string quarterback you cannot survive you know these these lulls that they have they had them against the dolphins in the first game they'd be you know dynamite for a quarter and then they'd be really pedestrian and you know when you mix in the turnovers that's that's the way teams are going to beat you and so that's what worries me about the bills is just that consistency and next week they'll play a very disciplined and ball aware defense in cincinnati God, they play hard, too, that since he did. Yeah. They fly the fuck around. Let's talk about the game of the week, as promised. Giants, Vikings. Um, man, you're, you're a Giants fan. I you am. never would have imagined being here. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, look at this thing. Andrew Thomas panning out remarkably. He's playing great. Daniel Jones, let's pay him now. Saquon Barkley, let's pay him now. Dexter Lawrence, he was a game wrecker. The last possession, Dexter Lawrence fucking put uh, Bradbury in a baby Bjorn like twice, mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. Um, it was incredible. Like the the, I'll just stay here for a second. The 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 third down, uh, there was six fifteen to go. The Vikings have the ball. They're down. Um, second down, Kayvon sprints out of the stack, makes a play for two yard gain, and does the gritty. <laughs> <laughs> he plays with passion. Yeah. What a knee uh, move, yeah. though. Look okay. at me. Okay. Yeah. And, then, and then third and 12, Giants rush four, and Lawrence and Williams, they're there. You know, they force the incompletion with 6.15 six to go. The Vikings get the, the ball back at the end of this game. The first play, okay, we, a lot of people look at that second play. Thibodeau sets up the third and 12. They, they force a punt with 6.15 to go. They, the, the, the Vikings get the ball back with a chance to win. People are talking about the Dexter Lawrence sack and the roughing. The first play, there's a pile of bodies at Kirk Cousins' feet. So it's in his head. Second down, you get the sack. And then the next fresh set of downs, um, you know, that was the play that, that on second down, Lawrence, go back and look at it. He put Bradbury uh, in his pocket and forces the, the, the throw short of the six on fourth down as well. I mean, this guy was a fucking one-man wrecking crew. I mean, he was so dominant. Um I wanted to shout out the D line and your draft picks. They're 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 playing well. That's what I was going to say. Uh, tip of the cap to Dave Gettleman, who I think every, <laughs> every Giant fan is happy he's not in the building, but the personnel is a personnel, and he picked them. Well, yep. what that tells me is you needed the coach, right? This is this is what this is at the NFL, man. Scheme coaches there. There's a certain percentage of players that are so special they'll be transcendent anywhere. Is it but a quarterback or a coach-driven league? I think it's a coach-driven league. Yeah. 
I think it's quarterback. I mean, like it's it's a conversation you can have at the same time. But I, I do think you could have a quarterback without the coach. Mm-hmm. Look at the way Daniel Jones is playing under Dable. Look at the variability in people's play. Most players, there's a five percent of the NFL or less that's like these guys are fucking good anywhere, and then most people are in the middle. You know, and there's some people that have no shot anywhere. Yeah, Peter Mang. No, Peter Peter Mang. Peter Mang. <laughs> but 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 uh. But but like, the Daniel Jones looks infinitely more. I mean, like I I don't know, man. That he's checking plays, he's checking out of runs, he's hitting the quick stuff on the edge, the throw to Hodgins on the sideline. Which I don't know, was that a catch? They called it a catch. It was a catch. So he had two two feet in bounds. I'm not yeah, arguing yeah. that. But did he have possession of the ball with two feet in bounds? Yeah, I think, you think so. so. Yeah. Okay. And they hurry up and they get in. But no, I I I really do think. Zadarius so. Smith. On that play is just walking Neil back, and Jones feels it. He bails out the, the side of the pocket, delivers a strike. Like this guy, just he's taking care of the football. And I said in that first game, they had 18, 18 yards of play first first quarter. They were moving the ball. Daniel Jones had two of his best games this year against the Vikings. After, which beware if you're going to bet the, the Giants next week. After after giving up a, a first possession score and being down seven nothing, and they just answered, man. And how and, fast is Saquon when he gets the ball on swing passes, bro? How fast is he and physical you, on his first touchdown? Like, just get him to the edge. <laughs> the cut he made was remarkable on that touchdown. By the way, wide receivers blocking. Hod- block. Hodgins has a great block. Oh. Feliciano's out there on the edge, but Saquon makes a makes a, a cut. And then, and Dexter Lawrence has uh, has he had eight pressures yesterday. Um, by the way, uh, Leonard Williams had seven. Not to forget about him, he has the most pressures uh, in the zero technique alignment uh, by twenty one pressures. <laughs> okay, second, like the second place has eating eight. centers. Twenty nine. His food pyramid looks like James Bradbury's at the bottom, where you're supposed to have like whole grains and shit. <laughs> and then the, so lucky charms. Anyways. Uh, talking about you know Daniel Jones and these guys like they just and Saquon he makes that cut on the touchdown and goes from zero miles an hour to a hundred miles an hour no. faster than anybody in the league. That's what makes him such a scary guy. He's so good in the tackle box. He's good on the perimeter, and then he's good at at, at turning what should be a twenty-two yard gain into a touchdown. He's multiple. Like the, he's multiple players in one. Yeah, he like shape shifts all around the field, and you could tell. That he wanted this. Oh, yeah. Like he'd been waiting for this. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of pent up. The only thing that was weird to me was Brian Dable after the game, you know, kind of shrugging off Daniel Jones' performance. It was good. It's good. And I'm a big Dable fan, but fuck, call it what it is. Celebrate. A Unless little you think this guy's like going to get arrogant on you from hearing his press clippings, he just played the game of his life 300 yards passing, uh, two touchdowns, 70, 70 yards rushing. rushing. We all saw that stat. It's like he's the first player ever to do that. I'm always I mean, threatened by people that are smarter than me, and you know, yeah, I feel like maybe Daniel Jones is smarter than a lot of people, and they might Duke be threatened guy. by that. Too smart? Don't pump him up too much. You know, there is something to that. Also, they rode him like Secretariat in the second quarter on that 20 play drive, dude. They go to the sideline. They go to commercial after kicking that field goal. I know it's just three, but those guys are gas still. Like five minutes later. You know how tired Minnesota must have been? Some of these drives, you know, and Daniel Jones' run game was such a big part of it, you know? He's in fabulous shape. Yeah, he is in good shape for a guy that doesn't look like he's in and good shape. And one thing that I realized is he, he had 51 yards at one point after a big rush to the right, and 
you know, 51 yards total on like eight rushes at that point or something like that. And I thought he ran 51 yards just to get seven on that run. And he yep. had to run around a crowd of people yep. and get hit on the sideline. Yep. Barely avoid a big hit. Um, that's the dangers of playing quarterback like that. He rarely makes the wrong decision. Pass game or run game. It's, yeah. uh, it's Mike Kafka. Incredible Kafka, progression. Kafka, who's, who's going to get Mike talked Kafka. about. I mean, like he, he could shoot right up there. Uh, Southside guy grew up with Kevin Backey and Matt Conrad. Same, Shout out to yeah, Matt, same Matt Backey. Re- he he went to Northwestern had a had a great big head of hair. Um, big Pokemon yeah. collector NFTs as well. But he's doing a great job, man. The only thing you know, like Hawkinson balled out. You're gonna have to have an answer for Goddard. If you're the Giants, you're probably like, God, we got to see these guys again. But this can tap fully into their us against the world kind of thing. Like, you know, playing the Eagles. Oh, maybe underdog mass. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, um, I just feel like... We should we, send some underdog mass to East Rutherford. I don't think so. Ojolari had a quad injury. You got to watch out for that. And we got to talk about Kirk Cousins, who played fine. He played fine, dude. Just, but, but he doesn't the last have a yellow line game, on the field like we do. Well, he so don't have a yellow line. That. And he don't have a yellow line. To, uh, you know, O'Connell after the game was like, hey, you know, maybe there's some plays that could have been better we did despite having three eligible guys past the yellow line he, he said that who were open uh, you know Kirk in his defense uh, although there's no closing. defense throw the ball he's gonna get sacked yeah. and he said he goes like listen I just wanted to keep the ball in play this that and the third but maybe don't be looking at Hawkinson six yards short of the sticks when when Dexter Lawrence runs over your guard you know, that's take the, a gamble elsewhere. It also yeah, just shows 18. how quick his trigger was due to pressure on the, on the mm-hmm. crossing route. Yeah, on and they snapped it with post. one second on the play yeah. clock, so he was rushed. What well, snapped it with one one second on the play there's clock? There's so much of that. He's right rushed. Now. The rushers can see there's one second on the play clock. They're getting off the ball. You know, it's just it's such an unceremonious way to end the season. And all those close games they won, the one score games, they lose one in the playoffs. It's just you can't script this shit. If you run it back here, Matt, the, the thing that's really tough, particularly on an O-lineman, obviously the quarterback's reads are rushed and they have to make all their pre-snap stuff, but for the O-lineman, when the clock's running down, yeah. all players see the play clock. D-linemen yeah. are watching the fucking play Some clock. And when it goes stands. one, yeah. it goes one, point. zero, you guys are rolling into your start, mm-hmm. yeah. particularly the two-point stance yeah. guys. Yep. And if you look at the jump, if you look at the jump, they're getting here. I mean, it's a it's a great jump, but yeah. it puts you at a disadvantage as an yeah. alignment. Yeah, not the best call. I mean, you know, not the best call, but but well, actually, probably the right call. I, I don't know. You saying there's guys open? Yeah, I'm putting it on Kirk. You know, I'm putting it on Kirk in the offensive line. You know, and that and that and that's the and he said that's the hardest loss I've ever taken. Uh, it feels like in the off season, the Vikings are going to be in a really good position to move up and grab somebody like be aggressive. Because they got Kirk under contract for one more year, this is the perfect time to go. You know, figure out what your future is. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying he has to play next year, but you know, Kansas City made a play for Patrick Mahomes. You know, when Alex Smith was was just fine. Yep. I feel like it's the same kind of situation. Except you know? they're out draft capital from and the because Hawkinson they have, trade. They are out draft out draft capital, and I wonder who'd be there where they pick. They'll you know, be, they'll be picking at 24. And I think, yeah, and I think the I think the biggest concern for them is what they do on defense. Donatel probably knows his future within the next six to eight hours. I just he he the explosive plays they gave up all year. That defense, man, they just were they were bad. I mean, I don't want to take anything away from the Giants, but 
they were bad. But on the other side of things, Wink Martindale called a great game. I mean, this guy's known for bringing the house, right? Today, he didn't do that so much. Um, they took care of Justin Jefferson. I mean, they limited you know, uh, his impact on the game. And he, his impact was huge the first game. Every time they needed a conversion, they went to him, including on the drive that set up a 61-yard field goal to win the game. There was like a third and nine, a third and seven. If you zero blitz these guys, they're going to get the ball uh, to Justin Jefferson. The other thing, the saving grace with the Vikings, they have such a good staff offensively that whoever they bring in, they have time because they know they're going to be fine with Kirk Cousins if they like to go with him. No question. Maybe you trade Kirk Cousins to a contender. Because people know he can go. That's a car that can go. This is this is the Vic. I mean, the Vikings could be better defensively, but their ceiling just feels like a team that gets in the playoffs and you know maybe wins a game. And it's just like this team was never going to win the Super Bowl. You know, I, I hate to be disrespectful. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I was like, they're just not. They got blown out by every good team they played. And you know, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley went for 18 plays a, a or 18 yards of play the first quarter. They, they you could not get them to punt. It felt yeah. like for much of this game. So I just you know like I think everything's on the table there. And then you'd have some capital. You want your capital? Here's mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins to New England. Not that Bill would would do that, but I'm just you know people are talking about Derek Carr. Who would you rather have, Derek Carr or Kirk Cousins? Ooh, Cousins. If you got a play action, oh, no. if you have a play action game, I don't think it's out of the question to pick Cousins. Car. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Cousins back to DC for the sixteenth. Uh, grab Anthony Richardson. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Okay. And then last night we had the the rainmaker game. That could have been ugly for your boy. I was loaded up on the I was loaded up on the the ba- the Bengals like seven ways. Even bought the point when I bet them seven. You know, also I, I hit a big parlay last night and bought to forty two on the total on the Bengals game. So like I'm just sitting there and I'm thinking this wow. is why you do it. Wow, this is why you do it. Um, so, anyways. This is what I was worried about. We talked about this game, like Huntley being able to dink and dunk. You remember me saying that? And the run game, you know, like um, Mark Andrews had a great game. He went to him in big spots, security blanket. They don't have anybody at wide receiver. No. Demarcus yeah. Robinson did a great job. Yeah. Um, and he's been in big spots. He's been in big games, and it flashed last night. He's got the clutch chain. They hit him on a quick slant. He made that huge catch in between two defenders. But early on, he, he had a touchdown early. Um, they don't have any receivers. He was the third guy. Now he's the number one guy, they were saying. Uh, he's got great hands. And I've never seen a game where we were this close to being like, this coach is a wizard and fire Harbaugh or whatever Ravens fans are saying and fire Greg Roman, which I, I agree. Like, something's got to change with this offense. The, the red zone calls were terrible. Like they, And Bengals have a really good red zone defense, so don't, don't take anything away from them. And the sneak, on the other hand, like – he he and he I wouldn't call what he did throwing Huntley under the bus, but he's telling him like it's supposed to be a low sneak. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going over top. It's third down, isn't it? It's third and goal. Yeah. The mm-hmm. reason they run the sneak is because they want a better opportunity on fourth down if they don't get it. I get that. I'm not gonna second guess this call. You know, uh it's the execution of the call. And if he gets stuffed, you get fourth and inches. You gotta be able to score in that situation. So, like, yeah, Roman sucked in the red zone, but I don't hate this call. What happened is somebody made an incredible play, and Hubbard got lucky as fuck 
that he was standing there with his hands out, mm-hmm. and our guy had the gas in the tank to run 100 yards. That's a big man running. He had a convoy. That's the best thing you can hear when you're a big guy is the word convoy. Oh. Hey, contrast it with this one, which Trevor does the same thing, holds it out on the two-pointer the night before. Just a lot more real estate. But it's also a two-pointer, so there's no risk to fumble in the football. Like, I guess conceivably right. there's a risk to go down two and, on and a... Trevor's seven foot two. Yes. I'm going to say Sam Hubbard does not qualify as a thick six candidate. Bro, he's, push, he's, he's pushing thick. He's pushing thick six territory. He did an interview with Joe Burrow after the game, midfield, and they were both like lean, you know... I was like, that's not Joe Burrow thing. also midfield uh, post game interview. He's really good. He has this down. He gives his answer and then he lets her know when the answer's over because he's like, <laughs> Did you ever see? <laughs> yeah, that's good. He, he finishes with a nod, which yeah. is a real veteran like quarterback that's move. That's it. And you got to have a hand in the in the in the breastplate. Uh, you got to hang one hand in the breastplate. You got to speak in generalities, and then you have to finish and do the nod and kick it back to you, Tracy or whoever. That's what Joe Burrow does. Did you catch the hardball interview, I think, after the first quarter? Oh, he was salty. Big off. That was a hardball question, though, by Melissa Stark. I guess some point in the week. Anthony Brown, He said, we could see Anthony Brown. And then, you know, uh, Huntley, who actually objectively kept them in the game in some spots. Yeah. He had a pick in the first quarter. uh, And Melissa Stark's like, when could we see Anthony Brown? What would it take? And Mm -hmm. Harbaugh, who's a Harbaugh, is not going to react. Let's just play the game. Let's yeah. just let's just play the game. Yeah. You like football, Melissa? Why don't you stick around? You might see something. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> John so I mean, I I just, you know, there got to be changes offensively with Greg Roman. Maybe Harbaugh, who's going to be an NFL coach, could reunite with his guy. Uh, I don't know that Harbaugh is going to run that back, but um, there have to be changes on offense. These guys were so close to doing exactly what they set out to do. So close. I mean. It, Marcus Peters set the tone early for we're going to be here all night. It was just like trash talk and extracurriculars. And clearly Jamar Chase and the Bengals had been prepped that there was going to be some shit after the play because you could see Jamar Chase walking back to the huddle. I don't want to deal. I don't want to even acknowledge you. And Marcus Peters is like, no, 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 no. Me. Well, it was, just, it was just like two weeks ago they caught a ball in the end zone or whatever was incomplete. And Roquan Smith just like, Full speed, he's walking at five miles an hour and walks right through one of their receivers. And people are just like, what the fuck? Like, Roquan is really soaking in this Ravens thing. It's the Ravens, baby. But I just love that, like, he came right over from Chicago and he's like, I I can hate these guys. NWO. He put all black on, like, Sting. Like Hulk Hogan. He's like, they started playing heavy metal music. Yeah, yeah. So... Hey, so, Dobbins was excellent. Yeah, just didn't get the ball enough. Another fucking Greg Roman special. And he got the ball to pick up that first down with 110, 108 left. And then Baltimore lets it run down to 33. This is this is the only problem. Okay, like, terrible. you know, like not using your timeouts, running your offense, I'm fine with it. I was thinking of you as, as they were driving yeah. and they were going slow. And I was thinking to myself, I just lauded Mike Tomlin for this a couple weeks ago. Like, we don't need to hurry. We want the ball last. We're not going to panic. Uh, but the problem was getting the ball to the 18 with a minute 10 to go and you snap with 35 seconds. Yeah, they huddled. Yep. Like, that's the problem. Have a play there and you can keep doing your, your slowdown thing. But you also had two timeouts, so yeah. you can you can use one of them. Yeah, use one, but but also like I think, I think one of the worries for them was like, hey, when we've gotten down the red zone, we've had a lot of problems. You know, we're, we're going to get stopped in the low red. 
we need to keep timeouts for that situation. So if I'm, you know, John Harbaugh, as soon as I get to the 18, we have a second play. Yeah. Okay, and, and it's going to be in the air. And it's not like this was Huntley's first game. It wasn't Josh Dobbs. Huntley's been playing for a month. If like, you and, and Huntley's been in big spots. I mean, he almost beat the Packers. You remember they, he went, looked to, comfy. Uh, they went to overtime and, and uh, they decided to not go to overtime or whatever it was, went for two. Uh, but he's been in big situations. Which so they totally would have done again here if yep. they got into Oh, that's so. what I was expecting. Yeah. Ball's not getting back in Joe's I hands. was petrified. Oh. There's no way ball yeah, goes buddy. back to Joe. I was petrified. So, yeah. I, there, and we haven't even talked about Lamar. Not it's, in the building. He's not in the building. Now, if you hear some of the comments after the game, guys are like, I don't think you realize he's at 50%. Like, if you see him walking around the building, he's just limping. Now, if he's taking a dive on his teammates for his contract, I think most of them are, are not going to give him that, that, uh, those quotes. You know, like, I do feel like he's hurt. You know, it, it, would it be something if it were the Super Bowl that he might play with? I don't know. But I do think he's hurt. I also think there's an angle of it that's like, hey, like when it, you know, in doubt, I'm I'm not going to play. Part of me really wished that the, the Ravens would have won because I wanted to see how this thing played out if it was still a viable would have played out with me doing one of those eleven thousand dollar bets that <laughs> risking one point four million dollars. Yeah. Did yep. you see that the other night? Yeah, yeah. that's a shame. I was thinking Can, mattress Mac. Well, no, this this was definitely not mattress Mac. This was some exactly. drunk or coked up white guy mm-hmm. in New York that was spending his parents' money. <laughs> uh, I'd love to do a research project to find out who he was. I want to know where, exactly who he is. Where he is? Because hey, buddy, how bad did you need that eleven thousand dollars? Now you need a one point four million dollars. Oh my! Like just incredible. Mm-hmm. The guy bet the uh, Chargers money line there up like twenty seven. So he bet a le- he bet one point four million. He risked eleven grand. He, he risked one point four million to win eleven grand. Why w- he, he would have walked away with one point four one one million dollars. <laughs> yeah. It's- no, what here? What, what, yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, the way you think about it. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he has that money. That's the thing. Well, it was, it was, he might uh, have a debt no honest man can pay. It was a well, 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 it was Good one song. of those other. Uh, he had the money in his gambling yeah. account, but who knows who yeah. he might owe funds to? Yeah, yeah. really good song. Seems like an arm a and a leg situation. So, um, yeah, and and the big thing for me is the Bengals are now they're they're now I don't know what the word would be dinged up. Well, yeah, they, they're just are they fatally flawed now? Not to use not to allude to death, Kyle. Are they fatally flawed? You know, they have three linemen down. The backup who came yeah. in for Jonah Williams. Jonah Williams is had not had a good year. Carmen looked fine. Carmen looks maybe like an upgrade. Clemson you know, Tiger. A lot of times he got folded up, Jonah. He hasn't played uh, tackle though. He's been playing inside, right? You know, and and we see things all the time where guards go out and slide out there, and you know how fucking hard that is, Kyle. Yeah, I, that guy kind of stepped up there. I it's, thought. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's an opportunity. You know, like when you were a little kid on the school bus, did you ever say, if something happened to this school bus driver, I'm going to be the guy that saves this? Like, <laughs> you I'll, used to go through this. I'll jump up and take the wheel. Some people are fantasizing about like saving so, people in heroic situations. So if a tackle goes to, down, our, you our, become the opportunity. Yeah. You become the opportunist and get get a chance to go out there. So you're going to play. You're going to you're going to take your punches. 
one thing you know as a guard that tackles always say is throw your hands, use your hands. Um, you're going to see guys maybe do things that they've never done in their career before for the first time in a game. And it's like, oh, you're a tackle now. Buddy. Ninkovich used to, they'd slide Yonda out to tackle sometimes when <laughs> somebody was hurt. Like, and like, you'd be like, what the fuck is this set? Yeah. It's just so different. Like, <laughs> your set when you went out to tackle was different. Like, yeah. like you, you set like guards. It's like, it's just, point. It's and like, it's hard. You know? it, it can be hard for us if we're not prepared for it. You know, um, and, and I think this kid, you know, like Jonah Williams, high draft pick, sometimes those guys are playing because of, you know, like the pick or money. And well, he's I, an SEC guy. He's seen these types of rushers his entire career. Well, I'm, second, how's that? Second round pick, pick right? First yeah, or so. second. I think he's all two. SEC tackle. But the point is, like, they might have him just slotted in. You know, sometimes they're like, this guy is the guy who's going to play this year. And no matter how bad he plays, he's our guy. So. He's our guy. And maybe this is a situation where we hate to see Jonah Williams get hurt, but this could be an opportunity for this other kid. But hey. for Joe Burrow, it's more the same. Our, uh, our, our parents drove us to school in, in cars. We didn't ride, we didn't ride buses. <laughs> That's true, but he went to Henley for a second. Went to Henley, went to Western. Yeah, Western, you were driving yourself. That's no, funny. no, no, no. No, he went to, he was definitely on a bus. Okay. Yeah, there was a. I stand thing. corrected. I was a bus kid. You know what's cool the about Jackson Carmen? He got the uh, he got the rep on the kneel down right before halftime. Cincinnati got it back for one snap. He get on the field. Got on the field. It's great. Got in his stance. Did a little stutter step. Put his hands up. Nobody was there, yeah. but he, he just he got comfortable. Uh-huh. Walk through rep. <laughs> yeah. Got, get, that's going to be the one rep. to watch. Now playing Buffalo. Buffalo has some good rushers. They don't have a Von Miller. You know, Russo's a nice rusher. They've got more. It's more like strength in numbers with Their them. Their Von outside. Miller is Leslie Frazier because yeah. he can dial up yep. a plethora of things. Yep. You've got Milano attacking you like a fucking suitcase of knives yeah. in the middle from yeah. any gap, ABC. It's, it's going to be a tough It's going to be a tough deal for them. It's going to be a tough deal for them. I mean, um, I'll be interested to see how Joe and the group respond. But it's better for them. Like, last night was an emergency. You know, you, you, you're down Kappa, you're down Collins. You don't think about another tackle going down. You find yourself in this fucked up ball game. Now you've got a week. You know, just take a breath, get to our corner. To go lick your Bengal paws. Like, 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 like in a fight. Yeah, go lick your, your Bengal paws. You know, when you get to your corner in a boxing match, you just take a breath. And I think that that can happen for this team. Put some Vaseline on your eyebrows. Yep. Athletic Greens. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. I gave AG1 a try because I wanted to improve my gut health, boost my energy, enhance my immune system, and wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. All great athletes have one thing in common. They take care of their bodies. And now we podcasters at Greenlight are getting on the AG1 train. With every daily serving, I'm setting myself up for success with 75 high-quality ingredients that give me key daily nutrients and long-term gut health support. I get up every morning, the first thing I do is uh, I I mix in some AG1 with some water, that's all I need, tastes great. Uh, It definitely has improved my digestion, keeping me regular. Sorry if that's TMI, but I'm feeling good. I think it's helped my energy level. I think there's a, a ton of ways that AG1's helped me and I probably have no idea. That's the great thing about this. It's going to surprise you. Your life's going to get better in ways that you don't even realize. Ready to take on my day, ready to hit the record button on the podcast, ready to go. Also, the cost of AG1 is less than $3 a day. Pretty good if you ask me. It's a really effective daily habit with the highest quality source ingredients. Win-win. 
If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash greenlight. That's athleticgreens.com slash greenlight. Check it out. If you're here in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, and you haven't tried the WinBet app yet, I have great news for you. Sign up today to receive this special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's bet $25, get $50 in free bets. WinBet is basically giving you free money. Don't turn that down. Don't pass that up. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Uh, mentions. Oh, I love these. Miller Lite mentions, guys. We got plenty of time. I'm in on these too, baby. Yeah, Bo's in. Tap in, Bo. Tap me in. <clears throat> First thing, are, is somebody mentioning Mike McDaniel? Should we talk about yeah, that I now? Am. Okay, we'll wait for that. I am. Best so, plane ride. Cliff Kingsbury. That's a good call. I mean, think about it. Like Far, though, yeah? Long? Yeah, but very few people ever say, like, truly, I'm following my heart. <laughs> like, you know all the Instagram reels and... And all the memes that people post there about like following your heart, you know, put yourself first, be happy. It's okay to do what you want. It's okay to do what you want. He's Fuck the it. consequences. There's people calling him about OC jobs, and he's costing himself money because he wants to go party in Thailand. And I don't, you know what? <laughs> Guy's been with Kyler Murray for two, three I can years. I Chris doing this. Do you, believe, yeah. do you really believe it's a one way ticket? I do. That gives me high chase from entourage shit. You when you I mean? have Bro, head coach single. money, you you can afford to book your flight the day before. He's single. Mm -hmm. You're single on the way home. If I was single, I'd book one way tickets everywhere. Like there'd be <laughs> who's who's to tell me when I have to come home. You wouldn't and have right a now, home. He doesn't have yeah. a home. Yeah. That's another thing. You'd have a house. I want to. I want to. I want to bid that beautiful house of his in Scottsdale adieu. Yeah. That's a real shame. Somebody's going to buy that house. I might buy it. Is that how that house will be vacant? Super Bowl think, week? Yeah. <laughs> wow. We should at least reach out. Yeah, we I'll should. We have an Airbnb Cliff. right now. Would you go if we had Cliff Kingsbury's house? Yes. What if we just get in contact with Cliff? We could do that through Ryan Rosillo. And get him on green light. We should. From Thailand. From Thailand. Yeah. From Thailand. He's just got a sat phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just for no reason. Jurassic Park phone. We'll, we'll leave three cases of Miller Lite in the fridge. You know, they have leave. cell service in Bangkok. <laughs> nah, but fuck it, dude. You know? just, he's got a sat phone. He's in a jungle. He's not in a jungle. That could be a good segue into our Guam takeover for the Greenlight Pod. Guam, yeah. We're going to Guam, dude. Yeah. We're going to do it. We're going to I never know anything about Guam. Exactly. Well, now you do. We're going to read more podcasts over. Okay. How hard can it be, America? America took it over. America's like way over here. America's team, Guam. <laughs> yeah. A good one. Hey guys, I'm dealing with general malaise. I've been meaning to tell you this. <laughs> I had a tetanus shot Friday. Why? Uh, because I'm going to Africa. Right. I need a tetanus shot. Evidently, there's rusty auto parts just falling out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> it is, I, what, what, I, what, what's up with the tetanus shot? Is it just rust? rust. Or is there, is, you Not get tetanus. Dog bites. Dog bites. Yeah. 
Oh, fucking, I've never been, well, I've been bit by a dog, but never in Africa. Hey, my dog's not wearing a muzzle, by the way. I heard you say that yesterday and let it go. Your dog it's, is wearing a It's a gentle leader. It's a gentle leader. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dog yeah. owners will know that. It's like yeah. a horse wears a... You guys are she two can peas open in a her pod mouth. with the she, dog thing. She, she, we got break. Dogs like a bridle? Are, yeah. We yeah. got little girls, too. Anyways. So they call it a bridle? Yeah. I fought through General, General Malays all weekend, so maybe St. Louis Memorial Award me General a little bit. Malays. Mm. Yeah, tetanus shot. That bro. sounds like a like a shitty villain in a in like an action movie. It sounds like a good sounds band. Like a bad French condiment. <laughs> General Malays. What it sounds like is somebody putting the team on his back best with a flight. guest in town Am I there after yet? a tetanus shot. Are we still doing? Oh, well, best, best flight. Right? Best flight for me is Kansas City. They had no flight. That's Ooh. good, Kyle. That's really Fucking creative. <laughs> That's good. Bo Allen, best flight. Yeah, not a lot to work with here. That's a Giants. <laughs> That's right. Know? That's the right yeah. answer. I, mean, I, I like the Cliff Kingsbury take a lot, Chris. That was kind of beat me to the punch on that. I like that. We were talking about that. But Giants, you know, got a fucking nice win in Minnesota and not too long of a flight back to New York City. Fuck it. I kind of wanted them to put all the chains on Daniel Jones. Yeah, that was the one thing. The, the, like, the Twitter account did. Twitter account I'm was glad they feeling didn't. itself last nice. night. A I'm little glad too they much. Didn't. Uh, yeah, as you'll know, Minnesota. It's in the middle of the country. It's not as far over there as you the think. Midwest. They call it. It's further That's west. Right. Yeah. It's too. further west. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. It's more east than you think. Yeah. Mm. Depends on what you think. Yeah. Well, get out of my fucking head. Yeah. Bo and I are in the same garage. Oh, Longs, by the way. If y'all were like, one of y'all's a sick corner, Long Island. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. That's good. And we'd be white, just like everybody in Long Island. Right. All right, who's, who's got the worst plane ride? Worst. Well, I'll, I'll start that off. I got a good one. This one's going to get snatched up, so I'm going to fucking jump the gun here. Jump it. The fucking Chargers. Yeah. I mean, come oh, on. That long flight back from Jacksonville, it's probably dead quiet on there. Your season's over. You gave up fucking... You gave it away. Your head coach is probably going to get fired. Probably a dead man walking. Throwing helmets. It's, Sorry, it's Kyle. And not only that, there's a lot of guys on that team who are questioning their standing on the roster next year, and yeah. they all want to play with Justin Herbert, and they all want to live in L.A., and they yeah. all want to inherit the new head coach. Yeah. But a lot of them don't the, know. The FOMO uh, on, like, you know, whoever goes to Houston from LA is going to be crazy because mm. somebody's going to end up on some shitty team and Sean Payton's going to come in and swoop them up. Uh, but here's the problem if Sean Payton comes there, those boys are going to be doing a training camp. Yeah. <laughs> I heard about Sean Payton's a training, training camp. camp. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, it's yeah, like there's Andy a little Reed. bit of a trade off. You know, you're really excited about your, your cool new stepdad, but he gets the belt out every now and then. I, I didn't want to go there. <laughs> We got fly on the wall now? Yeah. So my fly on the wall will be any nighttime uh, beverage serving establishment in Thailand where Cliff Kingsbury is going to be. <laughs> I good. want a fucking GoPro on that guy. Yeah. I want to know everything. That's good content. We I should... want microphones. I want. <laughs> we should ask Cliff if he wants to put on a GoPro for Greenlight YouTube. <laughs> See what he does with the open ended uh -huh. vacation. Uh -huh. <laughs> Hop onto the live stream. Oh, God! Fly on the wall. Yeah. Somewhere in Phuket. Didn't need to see that. Um, he's having sex in Thailand. Well, that's why you go to like Thailand, bro. It's like a meditative like yoga. Tourism. A lot of whole thing. Is it? There's a big sex tourism in here. Yeah. It is known for that. Spinners? Lady you ever boys? heard the phrase spinners? <laughs> you want to know what's... They, so, they go... They spin all the way up. 
And they go down, just fucking. We'll get that on the. Who is they? We'll get that on the GoPro. Who is they? Tune in to the Greenlight GoPro, Cliff Kingsbury, <laughs> to find out more. You got Cliff. You got Cliff Cordes. <laughs> Air raid. I got a good uh, fly on the wall. Kingsbury. I want to be a fly on the wall. Wait, um, I didn't get my worst plane ride. Nobody's given their... Well, have we given worst plane rides? I haven't. I We're thought everybody just agreed just Chargers. So yeah. if you have it's a different Yeah, it's all one, Chargers. No, you got a good one? Let's hear it. It's all Chargers. So be, you well, know. Baltimore Ravens was no party. We'll just, we'll just mention. Yeah. No. Shorter flight. Yeah, really yeah. close to winning that game. Yeah. They're used to Hell flying home from uh, Cincinnati. With Worst plane ride, no. Seattle yeah. players that are flying home to Florida. No, that's... that's Delightful. What, what do you mean, that they're going to Florida? Like after they like pack the all their shit over? up, you know, season's over, like having to travel Kyle, across the that's, country? that's no, good. I feel like there's a little bit that's of relief good. there. You, you get know? to go home. Yeah. It's good. That's a good flight. Good flight. Booking vacation. No five-hour flight is good. You can't convince me otherwise. Uh, fly on the wall. Bosa family group chat. Yeah. In the locker room. Mm. Well, you know, like his mom saying, like, it's all right, honey. Like, you know, like, you should have thrown your helmet. And then, like, you know, Nick's probably fucking, they're like, they're all probably gassing him up. What do you, what, what's that group chat look like? Biggest you know? fly on the wall is how they decided who to go to whose game. Who went to what game. Because you got one game at 815 in fucking Jacksonville. And you get Nick Bosa. Who's you know the younger brother, so they're definitely gonna like pander to him. Mm. They probably went oh. up. They probably went up to his game. Why don't we dig into that a little bit? <laughs> I just, I just yeah. want to see what his reaction would be. They were definitely up at Nick Bosa's game. Like Joey, we watched on TV. That's why he slammed his helmet because his parents weren't there. <laughs> dad, Dad, you don't love me, Dad. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's a pretty good one. I'll give you a hollow man, mm. possibly Sean McVay. We're, we're jumping all over the place. Yeah, well, I like it. So, yeah, hollow man, possibly Sean McVay. I have, I have a theory okay. that he really wanted to jump ship and he didn't get the TV job he wanted. Mm. And now he's got to go back and coach the Rams. <laughs> I think he'll get any TV job he wants if he does. I, I don't know. About I was kind of thinking that too, Chris. It, fly on the wall, the Rams front office, because like Aaron Donald put up a mysterious little yeah. former Rams. He's going to play next year. I think he's going to play next you know? year. They're like, what the fuck? Some intern came in. Their social media department came in. Their front office like, hey, code red. Aaron Donald retire? Or? Five. Five. He's not retiring. Aaron Donald's not. I, there's no way he's done. I'm just going to say that. But is he done in LA? I think I think he's done in LA. Um, I think he I think a trade is in order. Is there a prime TV? Maybe prime literally. Is there a prime TV? Probably that. Seat open? Probably that. Not no Herbie? Probably that. On your oh. deal? I, I don't know. He's cut but out for I just that feel could, like that I was so guy. sure McVeigh was gone. Yeah. And everybody knew Young, what he was gonna do. You know. And all of a sudden he's like, Oh, I'm good, I'll come back with no draft capital and all this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe kind he just doesn't want to go out on such a low note, though. You know, like. But he would just come right back uh, after the gig. Um, also, fly on the wall. Who does the NFL want to play the uh, the Niners? Because in the NFC right now, look at how fucking beautifully they have this thing lined up: Eagles, Niners, Giants. Like these are the teams of the mm-hmm. '90s, dude. These are like the 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 charterish kind of franchises with big markets. And like storied franchises, like, do they want the Cowboys? Yep. Who's Roger Goodell rooting for? They might want the Cowboys, but they also might want Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're Roger Goodell, who do you want to play the Niners this week? This coming I mean, I week, I think it's you Dallas. Want, you got to say Dallas. Dallas, San Francisco. We've you, seen that movie with TV that's so many times. There's yeah. people that have been waiting decades to see this. 
from the Cowboys. And we just saw that movie, the third inning was 35-7. So if Dallas looks good Monday night, I think they'd be all over that. They would love that. I have to do a fly on the wall, right? Yeah, my, yeah you do. My fly on the wall is the Kansas City Chiefs roster in Overland Park hanging out, watching the Chargers game. They don't want to see Justin Herbert. There's no secret there. No, yeah, yeah. Chiefs don't want to see Justin Herbert. No. They are the happiest people this week. Even on a bye week, they managed to get even happier. I remember I said that Chiefs fans are in denial that that's the case because they've beat him a few times. It's a fucking, that's a dogfight every time they play. Don't want to play him. Yeah. Um, okay, viewing party. We got a viewing party this week. I wish I could sit on that plane with Odell Beckham Jr. And, <laughs> and I want to know what happened before everything. That's, that's, that's the bottom line. Tell if, me about your night. If he was fucked up, if the, there, if, if the stewardesses, what's the pl- plural? Flight attendants. Steward eye. Yeah. Flight attendants. Is <laughs> the plural of stewardess. If the flight, if the steward eye, <laughs> if the steward eye were rude to Odell Beckham Jr. and, and, and harassed him, then, you know, like I'm fine with the rant. I'm was, fine was with the Was there another thing. incident or, or did he just rehash the first one? I couldn't stand the I missed rant. this. You couldn't stand the rant. It I, was just the film from the first one. Why was out. he, okay. why didn't he have pants on? Well, I don't know that he didn't have pants on. He might have been, you know, sometimes when you when you sink down into that first class seat. You're right, you're right. Your Paul pants D, can change, short, short. your pants can, can kind of go down a little bit. You might have seen a little of his boxers. He was asleep. He had just come from the club. Is that a crime? Maybe he didn't have a seatbelt on. You know, wake the guy up. And they if tried. Like, well, you don't know how hard they tried, Kyle. The police came on and they were like, what, what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? You're, you're team stewardess. I'm not team Flight stewardess. Attendant. I'm not team stewardess, but I'm definitely, I'm team get on the plane, put your seatbelt on, and fucking pass so out am I. And, until you land. But we've all had bad days, right? Even on my worst day, I bought And how my bad did his day, day get? He had to spend, you know, $40,000 on a fucking private flight somewhere. Allegedly. And I just, I would, allegedly. I would sue. Allegedly. I don't I know would if he sue. did it. I'd like to know if he did it. I think he did. That's my new viewing party. So my viewing party How he was got just, to L.A. My viewing party was, there's so many people on that plane. We can't get whoever was sitting next to Odell Beckham Jr. and do a hit for TMZ. Boom, boom, boom. I was on the plane next to, <laughs> I was on the plane next to Odell Beckham Jr. His pants were on, uh, and he was just sleeping peacefully. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> you know? Right? Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Grainy ass interview. Yeah. That there's so many people on that plane. Can somebody speak up? For the love of God. Okay. I got a viewing party. Yeah. You were there, Chris. Dirty Nellies. Oh, yeah. What a fucking time. It's a great Macon, You would have loved it. They yeah. It all, no, man. I was there. They had a fire inside. Spirit. They had steel-tipped darts. He's been they there. They had he women just... that knew how to gamble. Yeah. We were talking. Well, that's, that's not something that, that <laughs> is even noteworthy. True. I didn't know how to gamble. <laughs> Of course they know how to gamble. Well, they're smarter than us. You think there is zero chance that guy that, that laid $11,000 and risked $1.4 million did not. There's zero chance that person didn't have a penis. <laughs> that, is a, that is a dude bet all the way. Yeah. All the way. This, yeah. These two gals were on, yeah. were on the over. Yeah. There was one of them on yeah. the, the Chargers. Was looked good for a while. They were good. They yeah. were teaching me. I don't know fucking know, but anyway, dirty noise. Yeah. Spot. Yeah. With a U. People were chanting E A G L E S Eagles <laughs> when uh, when when the kick went through for for uh, Doug and the Jags. Yeah. Brought out a shot of whiskey that was. Whew. Yeah. A couple shots. Yeah, that was a good viewing party. Use a shot of whiskey right now. Okay. okay. How about uh, chalky you... viewing party? Sean okay. Payton, second half of that game. Yeah. 
Excited? Phone calls. Do you put the uh, Denver Bronco prep away? I'm thinking phone calls. Like, there's phone calls happening, text messages. You seeing this? Congratulations. Yeah, I'm seeing this. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have to move. The uh, hollow man that wasn't. You mentioned the convoy? Yeah. My man, Davis Gaither, 59, is on the far right, if you're watching the screen. And so he's got the best eyes on Mark Andrews, who's busting his ass right. to come grab Hubbard. When you when you can take the best angle, just go just go snipe that cat. Yeah, he's clapping, he's celebrating, he's looking for the camera, he's excited, he's mm. going like eighty percent, and Andrews nearly catches him. Don so Beebe. almost a hollow man. Yeah, because when you're when you're the closest guy to him, you you have to have your head on a swivel, yeah. and Andrews can zig and zag. Yeah, you're the convoy leader. But when you're far away, just go just go hit him. He doesn't. He does not. He's running straight like he's in the. He's in a, a two-by... You're Clint Eastwood. Short-ass in, in the line of fire, or whatever the fuck that movie was. I just... That's right. As, as, a, yeah. as, a, as a minus seven better who needed a push, I just knew that was going to result yeah. in a field goal if they had tackled Sam Hubbard down You're there. You're Kevin Costner in The Bodyguard. Kevin Costner in The Bodyguard. How many movies did they make Here about... Here you go. Here's my man, uh, Davis Gaither. Top of your screen, 59. He's just half. He's clapping. Yeah. Unbelievable. He's clapping. Yeah, and almost pushed him in the back. Out. Almost yeah. pushed him in the back. Well, the, there is the cat that does push him in the back. No, I'm there talking. was a block in the back at the end. It yeah, was, it I'm was. talking about far right here, Chris. Oh, far right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So go to the 30. He's at the 35, 40 yard line celebrating. He can find Andrews and go get him. He's right. at the 50. He's got to cut across to his teammates. He's right. at the 50. Andrews dude. gave great effort. Yeah. Such great yes, Gus did. Edwards, hollow man. And that's why my hollow man is Gus there Edwards. There you go. Because Good one. Throughout the entire play, there's a look of uncertainty uh, in his body language where he's like, do I pursue? Do I not pursue? Just fucking run yeah. until they tell you stop running. Run. Or you tell you hit somebody. Okay. The effort Mark Andrews Hit him with gave, the Metcalf. It, it's just such a polar opposite from the Mark Andrews effort who ran completely by a running back. Yeah. You talk yeah, about there was a flag on the on the kick for the Jags, yeah. and Al Michaels noted it. Yeah. Tariqo, we didn't know if Huntley, Huntley could have crossed the plane. Tariqo acts as if this is a fumble recovery. Yeah, for and that's what yards. the officials should do. That's what everybody should do. Yeah. Tariqo's call was a lot. We were in the car driving home, and Bo had it on his little phone in the passenger seat, yeah. and knowing what I had at stake, I almost crashed the fucking car. <laughs> Distracted <laughs> driving is a problem. I got a, I got a good hollow man here. Um, little, a lot was made about this, but Michael Bandy, Second-year player from San Diego who was a wide receiver that was uh, on the practice squad with the Chargers. Uh, got called up and kind of missed his chance, man. Like, he had a chance to be a hero in, uh, in the playoffs. And San Diego guys, probably Chargers fan growing up. And then he kind of got put on blast after the game, too. Yeah, he got used Shitty. as kind of like it yeah, was that. Uh, they, they ran that play that was for Mike Williams. And he didn't yeah. know the play or whatever. Yep. Or, uh, I probably never got was, that play in practice Mike one not in time. There. But... Well, because he got hurt. Oh. Hey, yeah. Reed, you want to run that oh, uh, statistic Brandon back? Staley. Dumbass. Uh, Teams that play their their starters. Dog. Yeah. You, you know who was healthy this week? The New York Giants, because oh, they rested everybody in Week great. 18. What you're doing is you're dealing in in single. I can't believe you're on this corner. Not a, still. A, no, no, I'm not, what, what's on the? What, it's not a corner. There's no corner to be Mike on. Williams the facts broke back his me back. Up. Yeah, the Mike Williams broke his back. Mike Williams could have broke his back in the first quarter, Week 16. It's I don't trust this stat though. It's not enough games to be significant. Go ahead, hit me with it. We'll make it sound like it's legit. Stat is since 2075, about 75 percent of the teams that rested their starters in week 
like the final week of the season have lost that first round playoff game. He could tell me since Jesus and it's a hundred percent and 75% of the teams that the teams that are resting their starters are in great positions and chances are they're playing a worse team. They didn't lose because Mike Williams wasn't in the game. If you think that I can't help you. I mean, Everett hmm. went for 130. They right? didn't lose because Mike Williams wasn't in the game. They lost. You can Eckler argue that they the shouldn't have played Mike him. Williams at all. But you cannot tell me they lost because they didn't have Mike Williams. I'll argue that they shouldn't have played their starters. Once more, do you think Mike Williams was the difference in this game? I don't care. If you give me a scenario, like in the fourth quarter, yeah. when, and, and you and you can get a first down by throwing up to Mike Williams, I mean, potentially. You blew a 27-point lead. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's primarily on the coach, too. Hey, the statistics back it up since this century, bro. Millennium. Yeah. We're never going to agree on this. No. I, if I was a head coach, no. I would play my starters for at least a quarter. Okay. I would run my starters. And the internet can chant me down. <laughs> You're not fucking football coaches. You're not football players. You're people on the internet. Bear right. Bryant would go 22-0. and 0. The problem is you don't have the guys in in the second half. No rest. But what I heard last week was that Justin Herbert was like campaigning to play. Not that that matters. You just tell him to sit the fuck down. My team's got a real coach. His name's Brian Dable. Said, hey, y'all aren't playing week 18. Well, you had absolutely, and they had absolutely nothing to gain, but you guys are playing well. You know, the Chargers just started playing well. I that's, feel like the, that's the good part of your argument. Yeah, the Chargers just yeah. started playing well. You got to keep the rhythm going. That's fair. Speaking yeah. of keeping the rhythm going, I'd like to give a game ball to... I'll be damned. Wait, I wouldn't like to give a game ball. Speaking of keeping the rhythm going, I would like to give a... Fuck, where is this? God damn it. I'm so sorry. Oh, STL Memorial. I'd like to give an STL Memorial to Mike McDaniel's vape because it was a clearly a high-stress situation. Um, you're on the sideline there. The only way you can calm yourself down is a little through-the-glove vape, and they caught it on camera. Guys, he, how do we know he's vaping? He's we don't vaping. Know. Everybody was like, look, Mike McDaniel's vaping. This is the dumbest online shit ever. He's vaping. Well, I think it's just a muscle memory situation. Mm. That's what that that's that's you know it when you see it, bro. I'm getting gaslit right now. He may not be vaping, just like the guy that's wasn't roll, just like the guy wasn't rolling a blunt. But in my mind, remember the guy yes, in the stands yes, who was, yes, was yes, drying yes, a game, blunt. Yeah, yeah. Um, he may not be vaping, but he's bro, vaping. Uh, he's vaping, bro. He are y'all insane? He's embracing the Miami vaping. culture. Bro, are y'all fucking insane? Okay, let me ask you something, Bo. Why hasn't he been caught all year? The camera cut away pretty fast here. They, Why hasn't they, he they been caught all year? The camera seemed familiar. Why have this. you not seen Jewel smoke? Uh, no, no moment as stressful as that Because it's cold. Okay, You're not so, gonna so, see the smoke. so I'm going to start risking my, my, my job because it's the playoffs and I'm a little bit more nervous. He's not you risking his job. People are so dip, easily manipulated. I am gaslighting. Coaches dip all yeah. the time. <laughs> Look, is Mike McDaniel hitting a vape on the sideline? You're falling for content, bro. The guy's pursing his lips but, and breathing or... Or it's a little muscle memory it's, because that's what he does when he's nervous, but he's not actually doing it Did you see him press the button with his thumb? Yeah. Watch his left thumb. Give it a second. Puts it up and then... Press, press. the button with his left thumb? Yeah, you saw You it. can't even see his left thumb! Yeah, yep, yep. You guys are fucking crazy! Yep. What's the thumb? Hold on, wait, wait, right here. I hope, Kyle, that here. one day, Kyle, I hope one day... There is a murder, but not not like okay. Hypothetically, I hope that one day 
a bank gets robbed and you were just in the area and you were the biggest guy, so they put you in jail. Mm. I, that because that's kind of the way you're you're litigating <laughs> Mike McDaniel's well, with a lawyer. fucking with his hand on his face. He's vaping. I just want to believe. Yeah, right. That's like, it. I You're believe. serving your confirmation Sorry. bias. I want to believe. Just say that. Which ward was that? Game STL ball? Memorial. He's not vaping, bro. His vape was. I got no dog believe. in this fight. Uh, I just I'm cannot sorry. stand when people just jump to these terrible, illogical conclusions. I online. have no dog in this fight, but I hope there's a bank robbery and you get <laughs> fingered for it. <laughs> I'll bail you out, Kyle. <laughs> Right, we got You've done it before. And in the comments, yeah. we got we got John Madden with the heater, just ripping it. I love it. I Let's, just can't believe people are so dumb online. Bob on the internet says this needs to be investigated. <laughs> it's disgusting advertisement to young kids <laughs> watching the game. This is the danger of misinformation. <laughs> Aren't we a tobacco pod? Like, yeah, yeah but like I'm just saying, like I, I I don't want him to. I don't not want him to. I'm just calling it how I see it. Let Dawson walk. Yeah. So, so he could jewel. Actually, he was <laughs> he was sitting. <laughs> you guys are fucking crazy, bro. You guys join the crowd. Join the crowd. Let's see what are they what are they saying on the timeline? Staley shouldn't play as players. It was oh, like well, that guy with that the take. I agree oh, with that. Vaping, one. yeah, That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got one for the Bevel Conway. I'm gonna go Miami Buffalo, just because it was sunny in Buffalo. Sunny in January in Buffalo is gorgeous out there. It looked like a fun day to play football. The uniforms weren't bad either. You know, it was not bad either. Not a great weekend for Bevel Conways. Yeah, which is why I'm going Niner Seahawks. I, I like those gray pants with the navy helmet. Yeah, and they were on grass. Yeah, Seahawks jerseys are sweet. Too. Also, we had uh, mostly sun, although there were reports of uh, heavy rain. Yeah, that's didn't, right. Didn't come to fruition. That's right. People yeah. on the under were Wait, shook it. Waiting for bare weather. They're mad at the meteorologists. Right. My Lower Bevel Kyle. Conway is the Bucks and the Cowboys. Yeah. Hasn't happened. Gonna see it. The Bucks. You <laughs> like their uniforms? I wonder I what like, they're gonna wear. I like the, just the the moment, the football setting. Well, you if think they, they wear the creamsicles tonight, which they won't, but like if they not. would wear the creamsicles, I would I, I would, would I would have a boner. <laughs> yeah. Like Cowboys. Just the moment. I mean, you think about the oh. Cowboys faithful and all the Dallas Cowboy fans that are waiting for this moment. And who stands in their way? The underdog, but it's Tom Brady. You play these mentions loose. I like that. Mm -hmm. you, yeah. Whether it's America's teams, you're yeah. like, I'll give it to an individual. Yeah. You're like, this is a big game tonight. How about Bethel Conway? Well, I just think it's going to be it's great. Be a spectacle. I, the Cowboys jersey what, is classic. Yes. Well, what Tampa could do is force Dallas to wear the blues, which they don't like to do. Tampa could wear white. That's interesting to me. Oh, and the blues, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, those are oh, bad. Oh, Tampa could wear white. I could see that. It would look great. I love yeah. the white Tampa jersey. But you don't like the Dallas blue, Bevel do you? Conway. I like Dallas anything, honestly. Hey, uh, we got we to gotta give out a game ball before Rich Eisen calls me. Can I bevel Conway quick? Yeah, real go ahead. Quick. Celtics, Knicks. Yeah. Yeah, Bo. Classic. <laughs> yeah. From the middle school gym. <laughs> Oh, awesome. nice, some nice dim right. lighting. People, you know, a lot of people. <laughs> I really hope this doesn't get balls. back to, to you know. Chris and I were sitting on some uh, some folded up gym mats on the side. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I sat Good on experience. some gum. Game ball, Daniel Jones. Game ball, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. I I'll zag. Care. Game ball, Dexter Lawrence. Great. Mm. You give a game ball out from each game. The game ball, defensive game ball. Christian for, McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. Game ball. Logan Wilson, uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Sam Hubbard, and, and in the second half, Christian Kirk. Game ball of Greg Roman. I like Logan Wilson too. That was a game ball, Sam Hubbard. Play. Taylor's up there. He's like, "Where are you, Greg?" 
Thank you for all that terrible play calling in the red zone. Um, yeah, Asante Samuel. Asante Samuel, uh-huh. almost a game ball. Yeah. You know how much that sucks for him? He could have had a playoff game ball, remembered this game yeah. all fondly. He's probably drawn on that He's one. probably himself, the only yeah. one that had a good flight yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Okay. Searching his name on Twitter. Guys, is that the pod? It's a podcast. Good pod. Good to see you, Bo. Yeah, thanks for having me on, boys. Hey, uh, one more reminder for the people listening. Tonight, hop on uh, Greenlight on YouTube, Greenlight Podcast. Uh, Kyle, myself, Dr. Fax, Bo, we're going to need a bigger couch. Macon. <laughs> Macon, maybe. In spirit. Yeah. In spirit. And hey, reads holding I, oh yeah the interceptions if if yay hey, if somebody gets a pick give us your ca- drop us your cash cash app rich eyes has called me drop us your cash app we made a bunch of people money this weekend trevor lawrence made a bunch of people money this weekend. i ordered a cappuccino i think it came out a latte